0: All was shouts and crashes and confusion. Tad withdrew from the commotion, flexing his fingers. One of the blisters had burst, leaving a raw, sore patch of skin. Dirt from the rope handle of the bucket was embedded in the tender flesh. He retreated to a corner of the yard, hunkering down at the base of the wall, huddled over his knees. His sister found him there. Have you seen him? There was a wild look in her eyes. Who did she mean? Their father? Who else could she mean right now? Tad swallowed. No. He's in there. I just know it. Tad drew in a breath, but he couldn't speak. Miserably, he nodded. He'd watched them enter the palace earlier that day. They'd not been among those who had left the building again before the fire overwhelmed it. She sat down on the ground next to him. Tad shifted uneasily. He was never sure of his sister's moods. They won't let me in there. You could try. We need to search the building before it's too late. This time her voice was cajoling. If they won't let you in, they for sure won't let me by. Of course they will. You're not important to them as if he needed that reminder. Tad picked at the torn flesh around the edge of the blister. Go on, try. I already have. She nudged him with a sharp elbow. They wouldn't let me near. Tad glanced at her. Were those tears in her eyes? Goddess, she really did care about someone other than herself. Where... where do you think he could be? He eased himself up on his haunches, flexing his arms, which were impossibly tired after all the heaving of buckets. Where? She glared at him. In the throne room, of course. Where else would the king be? The king? He stilled. Why? Who did you think I meant? The glare intensified. I... I thought you meant our father. Him? How can you be so stupid? Her lip curled. That was just a story. But you said... You swore. She laughed, a hollow, mirthless sound. Oh, you are such a fool. I made that up. It was just a story to pass the time. Tad pushed away from the wall. You lied to me. Did you really believe our father would have left us if he was rich enough to live in the palace? But he had to. The king's men have to swear an oath. Ma told me once, we don't even have the same father. Mine was a drunk who didn't come home one night. Yours was some soldier, too poor to pay her the full rate. That's why you're not the full shilling now. I'm still good enough to do your dirty work, though. Tad spun away and left her there, his eyes stinging. He was sick of being her dupe, sick of doing what she told him, sick of the taunts that he was nothing but her stupid little brother. And all for what? He clenched his fists, and his blistered hands stung. He would show her, one day, he would. He'd be properly useful to her, and she'd have to thank him. And when she did, he'd curl his lip and say, I was going to do it anyway. It wasn't for you, none of it. Smoke from the fire had penetrated all along the range of buildings, even the basement storerooms. It scratched at Tad's throat as he crept through the disused rooms, but he fought the urge to cough, even though there could be no one to hear him. The storerooms were all black with it. It was as well most of them were empty. If they'd been full, so much foodstuff would have been wasted. As he progressed, the smoke grew thicker, carrying with it a cloying smell, one he'd not encountered before. It took him a few moments to realise the pungent odour was singed flesh. His eyes began to water and he hesitated. His plan wasn't going to work. The heat may not be so intense this way, but with every breath his lungs burned. He couldn't reach the throne room after all. But had he heard a movement? He listened, nerves on edge.